Now, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. When are you finally going to get a MacBook? Come on. You need to join us on Team <laughs> MacBook. At least get an iPad. Come on. Okay, you, just, you travel just, so just often. I was get trying to get iPad. I, just because I was trying to get used to spend money last week. Don't turn it around on me. That's not how it works. <laughs> oh. I don't need a MacBook. I don't even have a TV. I don't need anything like that. I got my laptop and I got my phone. I'm good. So I'm just imagining oh. Jeff in his little Jeff cave, like hunched over like Gollum over like a tiny iPhone SE watching the latest Ted Lasso. <laughs> you know, you joke. But... <laughs> yes, it gives me the precious. Hmm. Uh, speaking of TVs, and speaking of 20 episodes on, hi, welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I am Moggy, and I am joined by Jeff. Hey, up, guys. And Murdoch. Hello again, everyone. And Murdoch. <laughs> did you actually buy that TV in the end that we talked about 20 episodes ago? <laughs> so many. On today's episode, years. The Trial of Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> the trial All rise for the trial of Murdoch. <laughs> the accused, <laughs> the accused stands. <laughs> the accused stands accused. Well, that can't be right. The accused stands accused of not getting a television. Where is your television? Why have you not got it? Not yet got a television. Mm. Well, to answer that question, no, 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 I have not gotten a new television yet. So, okay, so we're 20 episodes yep. on, and my phone is not okay and needs replacing, and Murdoch still doesn't have a TV. We're doing brilliant. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Correction, Murdoch still doesn't have a new TV uh, for the yes. space. He, he, he keeps putting emphasis on the word new. Yes. <laughs> uh, remember that 40-inch Sony TV, which I thought, yep, 40-inch Sony TV, which I have talked about previously. It is still there, and it is still functional. Um, In fairness, Sony TVs from that era are workhorses. Like, I have they, a 32-inch one from that that my parents are still using to this day. They are great mm -hmm. TVs. And I imagine I would have happily bought a Sony 4K TV when I was in the market, but they were quite expensive. Mm. I think this is one of the issues with Sony as a brand. Sony is still living off the off that brand of perfection and quality and engineering. They're good, but they're they're not as good as they used to be in the nineties. Mm. Like that 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 is something to note. Like the the rest of the market has caught up. I bought my TV in two thousand and eight. I, I don't think that Sony have declined, although I just don't think they quite get it. Their cell phones have never really managed to like get that market reach that they maybe should because they always seem a bit too expensive for what they are. They either lack a feature or they push a weird mm -hmm. feature. Why is Sony trying to mm. make me buy a Walkman? I don't need a Walkman anymore. <laughs> but you kind of want one though, don't you? No. Uh... <laughs> I want an iPod. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have been ruined. Uh, Apple have ruined me. I want an iPod and I want the shins and I want to feel like I'm 14 again. Uh, I don't want to be 14 again. Nobody wants to be 14 again. <laughs> the words left uh. my mouth and I, like, I felt sick. Like, why? No, I don't <laughs> oh. want to be a teenager again. Oh. But anywho, Murdoch. <laughs> yes. Why so, is your TV not? Why is your not new TV still working for you? Well, there, 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 there are a couple of things that have changed ever so slightly since the last time we had this discussion. Mm -hmm. The the first one is very strange. The first one is actually very strange. Positioning of the television has actually affected like viewability a lot more than I expected it to. That's not um, strange to is, me. That isn't that strange mm, to me. 
the viewing angle and the positioning of your TV can make all the difference, both for better and for worse. Very, very much so. Very much so. So initially, and like, I think when I got the TV, I used to have a nice little sort of TV stand that sat a little low to the ground. Now, it was great when I had, like, a little sort of recliner in front of the television. <laughs> I'm feeling right? very, this feels like a very, back to the 90s, very friends. You're sort of sat there with the TV <laughs> and you're, you know, your lazy boy and yeah. beanbags are in my image of this scene for some reason. <laughs> a beanbag would have been perfect for the setup. I, ironically, I do actually have a beanbag. I just don't have it set up in front of, like, exactly in front of the TV. I thought you were going to say I have a beanbag but no beans to put in. <laughs> that is a sad, sad situation, my friend. You don't have a beanbag, you have a piece of fabric. You have a bag. You don't have a beanbag, you have a bag. <laughs> so you've changed the viewing angle then? I've, I've changed the viewing angle. I have repurposed like the little TV stand and I have put it up on like a higher shelf now. And I was surprised, like absolutely surprised by how much better... The viewing experience has become on the same television. Mm. It's like it, it, it's it's no longer like it doesn't feel as small as it did when it was, you know, closer to the ground. And it, it's something that I probably have missed. I know a lot of people once they move into a new place like this is it, it's a common practice. As soon as people move into a new apartment or into a new house, it's like one of the first things they do is get like the, the, the wall mount installed so that they can wall mount their TVs so it's higher off mm. up the ground. Or you buy a house that already has one installed. Like a certain <laughs> That's um, also convenient. Like a certain person that I <laughs> happen to be. <laughs> I could see the much. I could see the alert. No, I could see the allure of wall mounting the TV for this exact reason. Mm -hmm. As you said, like the higher up the TV, the the better the viewing angle for a TV of an appropriate size. Like I will say mm. the, when I wall mounted my small TV in a wall mount that was designed for like a 50 inch TV, it looked hilarious. It was like a painting. It was, <laughs> it was like, it was, a, it was like slapping an iPad on the wall. It was, it was mm. ridiculous. <laughs> but like that, 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 that has, you know, it's, it's definitely improved the experience. Now the wall mounting thing, I'm personally like not too keen on. I know some people have no problems like, you know, drilling into the wall and getting that wall mount installed as soon as possible. I may have, you know, I think as Jeff succinctly put it, like some commitment issues with that. I, <laughs> I don't like the permanence of it. Like the problem with wall mounting a television is that once it's on there, it's on there. It becomes very difficult to move it around and, you know, depending on the kind of wall mount you have, some of them do have like an extendable arm that you can adjust the viewing angle. You can even like, you know, bring it a little bit closer to you. Most mm. of them don't. Most of them are sat flush against the wall. Yeah. I mean, it's an aesthetic thing, isn't it? Like it, it is these yeah. days, like especially like higher end apartments, they often even come with the wall mount and even like the even the cabling already done. Yeah, so you can have that beautiful cable-less setup. It's a, if I was spending a lot of money on an apartment, that would definitely be a feature I would be interested in. For the aesthetic of it, it's nice to have, like, rather than having, like, cables dangling down the wall. And, you know, mm -hmm. I want that, you want the illusion that, you know, it's just there floating ethereally showing you the content you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. The, the minor version of this experience was I got, I've had a little bit of this experience with my like PC monitors. I have gotten monitor arms and like it does a very, very nice job of hiding all the cables. So you do get a little bit of that mm. illusion that, yes, these screens are floating and it's a lot less, Ooh. you know, 
visual obstruction. So with a TV, if you can get it set up in such a way that you hide all the cables, it's great aesthetically, but it can be expensive to do and it's not always easy to do cleanly. And, Mm. you know, if it's an apartment, you don't always... You don't always even have permission to be drilling into the walls. So I get I get mm. what you're saying. But mm-hmm. it's interesting then. So just that <laughs> this seems like a weird bit of symbolism in of itself. So all you needed was a change of perspective and the TV was good enough all along. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, yeah. Sadly, sadly, that, that might be the case. No, not not entirely. It's Well, no, because what, it's still what, not what, 4K, right? That's the, no, that's the it's, other thing. It's still not 4K. It's still not 4K, it's still 1080p panel, and like one of the things which I have to note is that it's still usable, but the picture quality is definitely degraded just a little bit. Not to the point Mm. where it's absolutely bad to use, and I cannot look at the picture quality, but you can definitely (laughs) notice there's... uh, You can still see like the bottom quarter of the screen fine, so it's still good, (laughs) you know. No, no, no. The rest of of it's dark and artifacted, but you can still see like a quarter of the TV show, so No, no, I can still see the full picture on on, on the screen. I haven't had any like, you know, quadrants go missing, (laughs) although I have have seen that on some other televisions like mm. out and about in public i i don't know i think i was once sat at a restaurant we were looking at the tv and it looked very strange like some of the dimming zones had died out and it's just like part of the screen is lit up the other part is showing a picture but it's very very dim and not in a way that it was supposed mm. to yeah so the fact that my tv still displays a picture on the entirety of the screen is great bar the fact that the color is a little bit faded i will give you that much it's like you know a sign of a tv well used <laughs> i'd say yeah yeah but it's still usable i think is a good point yeah and the thing with like 4k is it i wanted a 4k tv ironically a throwback to last week ironically i wanted a 4k tv for the playstation 5 that didn't come for another 18 months thanks to the stock issues mm it really de- I just I've just got an image of of, of of Moggy now just sat in front of his new 4K beautiful large screen just with like a cardboard box with PS5 written on it <laughs> and he's just pretending for 18 months <laughs> well, his family going please 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 stop we need you please please no 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 I got to no, play I'm Moggy. playing Demon Souls yeah. no no you're not Moggy you're not Moggy well I've lost him and, and it depends on what you want and what you use your TV for. Like Jeff said, where he uses his laptop as a TV. If you're gaming on your laptop, then it's fine. I don't have a gaming PC. I don't really have that kind of space in my life for something like that. So I wanted a console. And you know that's where I get my quote-unquote next-gen gaming. If you've got like a really fancy PC setup and that's where you're doing a lot of your gaming, that's where you're doing a lot of your watching, your TV becomes a different value proposition, right? Where Mm -hmm. it's that, as we talked about in the previous episode, we were talking about how a TV is a communal thing, how it's something for everybody to gather around. If that's not how you're using your space, then those those considerations come out the window. And mm-hmm. it really does change how you think about it. Pretty much. At the moment, it's basically, yes, I'm, I'm running on two, like, two monitors for the, uh, for the desktop setup. I've done something kind of interesting. I do have an extended like, HDMI cable also connected to the TV. The TV is right <laughs> yeah. next to the computer table. <laughs> I've seen this. I, I've seen some like 10, 20 meter 
case you my cables for this. Some of those are ridiculous, yes, for sure. But the TV is also just connected to the PC, which is useful for two things. If, like, for example, I want to throw up one of the streaming uh, services, I don't know, Disney Plus or Netflix or something of the sort, I can just sort of like drag it off to the window on the side. It's been an interesting sort of like usability experiment. Now, it's not clean. <laughs> it's not clean. It's not this, you know, isolated, very nice sort of like experience, but it's it's workable. But the other silly thing I've done is that I have put up like a wall clock on the wallpaper. <laughs> so <laughs> get like a nice big, you know, digital watch face on the TV. That's sort of like screensaver. Mm. But it's interesting. It, it's actually interesting mm -hmm. to hear you say that. You're kind of, because I know this TV is relatively old and Back when you bought that TV, smart TVs were like in their infancy and they were terrible. I remember mm. like they were slow, they were clunky, they would like I deliberately bought a non-smart TV back in the day. Now I did the same. some of the things you're talking about, some of the things you're talking about are replicating smart TV functionality. Like my TV, mm -hmm. I can mm. I can create screensavers and wallpapers. I can have it cycle through photo libraries so it acts like a digital, a digital picture frame. Picture frame. Um, I have, and and, you know, and they do that nicely these days. Well, Jeff just turned me on to a new streaming service, and I just installed the app from my TV's app store. I didn't have to, mm. you know, do anything strange. So it has come a long way, and it is interesting to me to see you replicating that functionality with a giant HDMI cable. With a giant <laughs> HDMI cable. Well, the, the 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 funny part of the conversation is that this. The equation for this would be you get one of these like decent quality TVs without any smart functionality and then you hook in like a Chromecast or an Apple TV and you get that smart TV functionality from those yeah. peripheral devices. Mm. Yeah. Today, that's not as desirable. I don't want to plug in one more thing to the television if the TV can do that already. Also, I, is it even possible to not buy a non-smart TV anymore? It's very difficult. I'm sure it is, but I've, I've never seen so. one. It's very mm. difficult. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and it's something to consider, like when you do look at TVs, the number of ports in the TV become a consideration for that exact reason. If you've got a <laughs> Switch and if you've got a, a, a PlayStation Xbox and if you want to you know, plug a PC in, a lot of TVs you're already missing out because they come with only two ports. Mine's got well, four. For, and for, I for older televisions, for yes. Like what my television at the moment Dude, only has ones. two new like, ones. New ones like oh, new ones have loads. No, that's the thing. Like you have to check it out because like the more budget friendly options, often that's one of the things they do. Again, it's a pricing ladder thing. So you can get the cheap TV and it's got the same panel as the more expensive one. And you're like, okay, well, why would I want more? Ah, because I'm only getting two HDMI ports. I'm not getting an optical out or something like mm. that. Or my the, the HDMI ports are only 2.0 or they don't support ARC or something like that. It's these little annoyances where when you do start looking in, I do suggest people get to know this stuff because mm -hmm. there are annoyances that, especially as a non-tech person, you might go, I don't care. It's a TV. It'll show me friends. It'll show me Netflix. Mm. Like, I, I don't yeah. need much more. Until you get your PlayStation and you realize that, oh, actually, like, my PlayStation can turn on my TV. That's really cool. When I game, I just pick up the PlayStation pad, turn it on, and everything turns it on. The PlayStation tells the TV to change the source. Which was very useful when your dog ate your remote. It was very useful when my dog <laughs> ate my remote. 
And vice versa, <laughs> when I'm going through the menu in my PlayStation, I accidentally discovered the other day I can control my PlayStation's menu with my TV's remote. With your TV remote. That's actually kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. It's, and, it's, and these are features that you can lose out on or even actively cause problems with when you don't realize that this was an option you could have had. Mm-hmm. It 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 gets it gets a little bit weird when you know you're looking at t- both TVs and monitors, and you know you have things like you know higher refresh rates that aren't supported based on like you know uh, some of the specs on your PC. A friend of mine had this exact issue. I think he bought a 40 inch. I cannot remember if it was an LG or Samsung TV slash monitor that is. Mm-hmm. OLED and has a very high refresh rate and he couldn't get access to those high refresh rates just because the graphics card on his PC didn't support that. I uh, couldn't, right. It, uh, it's, also, so, uh, it's also something they updated to the PS5 on a lot of people requesting it because Sony in their infinite wisdom didn't think beyond the television. The mm-hmm. original launch software of the PS5 didn't support a 1440p resolution because TVs don't eh. come at 1440p but monitors do and mm. a lot of, and for a lot of people it's the perfect resolution to get the best of all worlds like they notice like between 1440p and 4k they visually don't notice the difference I but will, their hardware I will notices definitely the difference <laughs> yeah definitely i can't push at this image i can't, I can't push yeah. at this image resolution i can't get i can't get a solid 60 frames per second at 4k but i can at 1440p and then that's often what your console is doing in quote unquote performance mode it's actually rendering mm. at 1440p and then either upscaling or letting the tv upscale to 4k hmm Visually, you often don't see the difference because there's not that, you know, unless you have your nose pressed against the screen, you're not going to see it. But performance-wise, suddenly you're getting those sweet 60 frames per second that I personally can't do without. Mm -hmm. I I can definitely attest to that. Like, I will run some of my games at, like, you know, 1440p resolution on my 4K monitor, so I'm not using the full 4K resolution. Mm -hmm. But it still looks really good. Because your monitor is probably upscaling to 4K. I, I think the graphics card is doing that, but that's PC equation. Yeah. Like it's upscaling from 1440p and then displaying at a 4K output. Which is fine. And it doesn't it doesn't require anywhere near the intensity of processing. So your game performance doesn't suffer. So when yep. you're in Elden Ring and you're going into Raya Lucaria and you're having like magic bolts thrown at you from every single direction, <laughs> you can experience <laughs> that sweet, sweet death in solid 60 frames per second Souls rather than the original Dark Souls Blight Town two frames per second <laughs> experience. Str- struggling, trying, you know, you hear the jet engines going on, trying to push 4K. It's like, yes, we can do it. No, you can't. Stop trying. Um, I can do and, it, and it Captain. We need good. more power, but I can do it. <laughs> uh, well, just moving back, and I think this is maybe the last point for the section I want to point out. At the moment, yes, it is a PC-connected television, and I think the ideal situation eventually will be to have this independently functioning device. Like, I would like to be able to launch the YouTube app on the television, and then that becomes something that whoever's sitting on the couch can use without me needing to intervene or without there being, like, an extra mouse and keyboard yeah, in front of the yeah. TV. And I think this is where the type of television you have and how you use it really depends on 
you. Like mm. there is the the student TV, there's the single adult apartment TV, and then there's mm -hmm. the TV that you get, you know, when you are, you know, living with somebody or if you have a communal shared space with multiple people. Mm -hmm. Those scenarios actually require a very different thing out of each TV. Mm, mm, definitely. And and I guess this is based on some of the conversations we've had before. I'm guessing one of the reasons you haven't upgraded is also because of if you don't actively need it, there's some very, very exciting things happening in the television space where maybe a budget 4K TV isn't a great use of the money when hopefully in a few years there's going to be some very exciting things available that currently cost way too much money. So it's kind of a case of just a hold, hold. <laughs> it, 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 it is a little bit of that. It is a little bit of that. that. Now, I have mentioned repositioning the television. Hmm. And the television in its current state, like, f slots in very nicely from one end of the wall to the other end of the wall. A bigger TV would need a complete rearrangement of the setup. So this is part of the procrastination process, but it's a valid mm. reason. If I do get a bigger television, I will have to shuffle some of the furniture around. I will probably have to get new furniture to accommodate said, you know, bigger television and that sort of tacks on to the already. It's it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it's like, like it's, good it's, TVs it's cost are expensive. On it's, it's cost added onto cost. It's well, cost added onto cost. So that's one of the things that has put me off just a little bit from jumping onto getting a new television. And that's mm. and that's what I kind of wanted to pick at today in specific mm. because the joke up top is literally when does the process swish wish become procrastination? Mm. But. Sometimes it's more like the process is doing exactly what it was meant to do. It was meant mm -hmm. to stop you from sort of going, yay, I now have my giant 80-inch TV, you know, with enough backlights to combat the sun itself. Mm -hmm. And I don't use it. I am the single cause of all light pollution in this city. <laughs> but, you know, I don't use it. I'm, you know, always out and it's a waste of money. Or, oh, no, it doesn't actually fit through the door in my apartment. What am I going to do? <laughs> That, that has happened to people. <laughs> uh, dude, like it's actually, a, there's a service in my city where people deliver white goods, you know, washers, dryers. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. because the apartments, literally, you've got like this giant crane elevator thing where they put the crane up to the big, you know, screen doors on your mm. apartment's balcony and send the uh, the white good ascending the stars towards you so you can get it through because it literally won't oh. fit through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Which is, you know, it's interesting when you compare that to my getting my 50-inch TV and like having to lug it up the apartment stairs and go around those corners like, okay, okay, oh. we're going to go like, go a little to the left. Like, no, 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 we're about to hit the balcony. Go, go a little to the right. You're trying to angle this giant TV yeah. around the corner of your staircase. It's like moving hmm. a bed. <gasps> well, yeah, that's, that's what, you know, it's, it's, it's stuff that you don't want to be lugging around a lot. Like once you do that one move, you do not want to move it anymore. So, you know, it, it's, it's not like you get a TV today and then you upgrade to a different TV tomorrow. If it's going to move, better move like one time. <laughs> that's Pretty much. And, but it, it, it's the same as what I was just saying, where like there are some 
very solid options at the low to mid end of the TV, which is like, you know, just a standard LED. It does a version of HDR. It will get you going, right? You'll, they're, it they're looks good. nice. They, they are good. Some of them are really good. I, I can attest. Well, yeah, because when you get beyond, like, my personal pain point is about 32 inches, but people can push it to about 40 inches. Once you get mm -hmm. beyond that size of television, 1080p does start to look a bit grainy, like you can see pixels. Mm. Mm. Oh, for so, sure, for sure. And, you know, with the way things are and the size of certain rooms and everything else, like, you do want a big TV, but then you need 4K, and then all these considerations start coming in. But... The thing is, like, but. when you look at what's going on with, like, quantum dots and... Ooh, that sounds cool. Oh, dude, like, supposedly, I haven't had, like, a, a chance to really sit down and demo some of this stuff. Hey, indulgentandminimal at gmail.com. I am here. If you want me to demo the latest tech, I will give you my review. Just shoot us an email. I'm, I will say lovely things about your product. <laughs> I have no ethics. <laughs> As we said, I was going to say, we, we're reputable. We're reputable. <laughs> this, is a, this is a podcast that is not about tech. We are not tech reviewers. We are not experts. Our opinion means nothing. <laughs> I just, I just Don't say that. They won't send us cool stuff. <laughs> I just think uh, this stuff is neat. Um, no, like, <laughs> there's some really cool stuff where... It's like a film that they're applying to, some of it's to LED, some of it's to OLED, and what they're able to do is give you really good color accuracy. This is like I, color accurate. I, I, I have done my research since we first recorded the original episode. Uh, I, I, well, I've done some of the research and I'm still like continuing to learn. As it turns out, you're actually correct. QD is, quantum dot is, yes, it's a color filter. You're right. You're absolutely correct with that. It's a color filter. My initial this impression a, was the dimming zone story. As it turns out, that is an entirely independent thing. This is not as interesting as I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be like, you know, like Ant-Man was going to be there or, <laughs> well, yeah, imagine, you know, imagine be like if you some sort of black hole. But Imagine if you have Ant-Man literally moving the lights around to give you... No, sorry. <laughs> wow, you've made it even more boring. This is great. <laughs> In essence, <laughs> you've ruined both televisions and Ant-Man. This is this is. This hey, is I'm on a roll. Now, all you're going to get is, in a nutshell, the kind of color accuracy you'd normally have to pay a lot of money for, like a photo editing monitor. But mm -hmm. with the with the response time that you get from like high-end gaming monitors, so mm. you really are getting the best of all worlds. You're getting a brilliant, vibrant picture, but you're not getting that kind of slow response time that can create ghosting in gaming so for mm. like gamers in specifically like if you want a big tv to play like your fast-paced action game quantum dot is literally the best thing that's coming out right now it is going to give us everything we want which is why it costs so much money right now it's so <laughs> expensive but i can see like when we're You're talking, it about... gives you everything everywhere all at once. Eggs, uh, uh, quantum. <laughs> ah, ah. Exactly. Uh, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it back round. Now, what this comes back round for me is that this Sony TV that Murdoch got way back when, and the same for the Sony TV that I got that is still in use elsewhere. If you get that cheap, good enough 4K TV, that is money you may end up feeling wasted because the TV doesn't age well or you end up wanting this better tech. It, and It's money you may have to spend again sooner mm, rather exactly. than later. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I feel like this, is, this isn't procrastination. This is the process doing 
rather than Murdoch just going out there and buying the latest shiny, he is actually sitting down, doing the research, geeking out over all the fun things that the tech is promising. Mm. But minimizing uh, at the same it's time, working. we're not indulging. It's working, boys. It's working. We can finally <laughs> write the book. I can see hey, it. New York Times <laughs> bestseller. We're going to have a parade. That, that, that's pretty much it. Let's... Uh... As as it stands right now, you you still have two primary like types of TV panels. On the higher end of the scale, these are still you know producing some of the uh, some of the best contrast ratios, some of the best picture qualities, vibrancy in terms of like brightness. It depends, I think, on the panel, and it depends on the lighting settings of like the place you play, like of where the TV is set up. Right, they don't do as well in brightly lit rooms. You're fighting the sun. Better. You know, yep, like they're fighting the we sun. Forget, much. We forget that when we talk about like HDR <laughs> dimming, like you know, the the light, the main light source that is fighting the TV is literally a burning ball of fire <laughs> in the sky that man has looked up to since time immemorial. It's a big mm. ask. It is a big ask, and it's it and it's at least the sun is at least three times bigger than your TV. I'm guessing. <laughs> at so, least, definitely. Not at least, you know, rough, wrong. roughly, roughly. You're not technically wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I succeed in life. I'm not technically wrong. So so you have OLED, and this is on the better picture quality, but definitely less bright. And then you have LED, regular LED, and then this is supplemented by things like QD, right? So quantum yeah. dot LED. And those are producing images that are almost as good as OLED, Mm. Without a but lot without, of the issues and without, without a lot the of the ghosting, expense. without the, the mm-hmm. bloom effect or the, yep, the yep. burn in. And uh, this is where things got a little bit complicated as I was doing the research. I thought, you know, quantum dot was the thing I was looking for. I also thought quantum dot inherently meant like local dimming zones that mm. OLED does by its nature. Well, as it turns little, out, no. The little lights, yeah. <laughs> yep, the little lights. As it turns out, no. Like if you get a, a QD LED panel, um, you're not guaranteed like a high density local dimming zone layer. It, it dimming zones, just factor, to keep it really, really simple, is mm-hmm. uh, your blacks look black and your whites look white. You know, it's so basically thank, the lights turn on you. and off in different <laughs> sections of the screen. This is really to, useful for horror movies where they <laughs> decide to film the entire thing in pitch black, and you're like, "Who's that in the background? Is this scary? I don't know." <laughs> Remember, uh, kids, the unknown is scary. So if you film in the pitch black, everything's unknown. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, QD, as, as like the, the point is quite literally this. I I was under the wrong impression that QD inherently meant that the TV had local dimming zones. As it turns out, no. It depends on the TV and depends on the panel, and it's not always clearly marked. Um, with OLED, you get dimming zones by the very nature of the panel. Mm-hmm. Nah, that makes that makes it a lot easier to, to yeah. You know, like you just. When you know you're getting a function, mm-hmm. like just because of the tech, that kind of makes it easier. Yep, yep, yep. So after sort of flip-flopping between the idea of getting a, a QD LED TV and getting an OLED, I'm now leaning more towards getting an OLED. Yeah, there's this W OLED as well, right? That's sort mm. of uh, the, the next. This, this is where the cusp happened. Mm. I think it was CES this year where basically it started demonstrating W OLED where instead of it's just the, the, the red, green, and blue per pixel, it is now red, green, blue, and then a white pixel for the brightness. So it adjusts the bright mm. it adjusts for the brightness issue. All right. That's nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. But I think and this is mm. where the procrastination element comes in where 
as we like to say, the grass is always greener in quarter three. There is always going to be something else on the horizon. Mm. They're always mm. coming up with new stuff. Like eventually you have to either bite the bullet and pick the tech that you want. Or, mm. and I think this, I think what's happening right now is the process working. Sometimes you go, what I have is good enough. I don't need anything. I'm going to let this play out and I'm going to dip my toe back in when when the price and the features more align with what I want. That, that Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's allowed, I guess, in a way, allowed you to be more mm -hmm. mindful of what you've got and yeah. why it's working for you. I'm that, actually that, really happy with this situation. Like, I actually feel like rather than us procrastinating to the point where we just don't do anything, what we have is working. What this idea of indulging in the research, indulging in the excitement but minimizing the actual desire to go out and buy it immediately mm. is allowing us to make better decisions. And mm -hmm. and like you said, by moving the TV, you know, it's that kind of upcycling, recycling, reusing mentality of, I don't need a new TV. I just needed the existing TV in a different perspective. The, the, mm. the, the correct response to that is, I don't need a new TV. I want a new TV, right? And that, that's important mm. to yeah. acknowledge at this point in that's time. That's good. Yes, I want a new TV, but I don't want it badly enough that I'm willing to go out and buy it tomorrow. As we're talking about that odd cusp in technology, as the new technology was released, the old technology has been, you know, heavily discounted. A lot of these TVs I've been looking at last year, they have been put up at like far more appealing prices. But that's also yeah. because they're trying to flush out old stock. And yeah. the new tech is either A, just outright not available in the market, at the moment, and it'll take some time for it to saturate the market, or B is just available at prohibitively expensive prices. So now mm. isn't the best time to jump on board. So I will wait on that just a little bit. But I know what I'm looking for, and I am leaning towards like a W OLED television as opposed to a QD LED television. So that is the research I've come to. That is my, the decision I've come to, and I'm, I'm going to wait on that. So progress. That's good progress. Mm -hmm. It's good yeah. progress. Okay. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed that one and enjoyed us taking another look at some of the content that we actually started the podcast out with. Mm -hmm. And patting ourselves on the back as well. <laughs> We're really, really proud of ourselves. It, and it, it is working. It's go team. Oh, if you like that, you should wait for next week's episode. We're going to look into this even further. Yay! So <laughs> we're going to we're really going to indulge ourselves, guys. Yep. Well, it's, yeah, it's also it's also it's yeah, a learning yeah. process for us as well. It is a journey. We are working a lot of this out. Exactly. So. so stay tuned for that one. We have been indulgently minimal. We are on Twitter at indulgently mini. We're also on Instagram. We post as often as we can there. So check us out, indulgently minimal. Any questions, comments, anything you'd like us to cover in upcoming episodes, send us an email at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. I've been Moggy, and I have been joined by Jeff. Thanks, guys. Go easy on yourselves. And Murdoch. And remember, folks, indulge just a little. I hope you've enjoyed this one. See you for the next one. Take care. Bye. See you later, guys. Take care, everyone.